Ali Cook. That's an impressive looking poster. Mayor for Tasman. Vote Ali Cook. Now, first of all, I, I have to say this in a hushed voice. You haven't had anything to do with expressing any opinion that runs counter to the government narrative on the jab, have you? Because oh. we'd have to come after you if you have. <laughs> I think they've already done that. <laughs> what has happened, Ali? It is the, do you know this is tantamount to McCarthyism in New Zealand? In the McCarthy era, they sought out one by one, have they ever discussed communism over a dinner party or espoused communism? How ironic, given that our prime minister is clearly a fan now. And those people in the McCarthy era in America were persecuted. Articles went up about them. They were treated yeah. as pariahs. And this is what Stuff is doing, one by ghastly article, one article by yeah. ghastly other article. They are doing that. So have you been through that, Ali? Absolutely. I was part of a hit piece yesterday with Stuff, along with seven other candidates in our area, which they, they missed a couple, actually, because there's a few more than that running for democracy, um, you know, as, as people are. People are standing up. It's not kind of that you... It's not that you want to, it's that you feel you have to. In my case, of course, I have a vaccine-injured son, so that's my reason for standing up, who was then mandated, you know, so, yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment. But what is your view on this, on this uh, subjugation of democracy? Because, in essence, it's saying unless you have the prevailing viewpoint that the, the government approves, which is like communist China, unless hmm. you have that one, one viewpoint, you are naturally somebody who shouldn't stand for local politics. I don't know how we got here. How did New Zealand get here, Ali? And what's your view of it? Well, how we got here is a long process. But I mean, the thing is, is that we need to get journalism somehow back to that. Now, you know, I've done 40 years in, um, as a publicist uh, in the entertainment industry. And I'm, you know, I have friends through, I've just been and done a mainstream television thing with a client. And I've just done a, a woman's magazine shoot in the last three weeks because I'm still dealing I'm still having to deal with mainstream media and I do know um, I did get a retraction today and I do know from that retraction that it was actually the editor um, the, the editor in Auckland you know the, the of the whole of stuff that actually put the word claimed um, around my son which really upset me because I said you know claimed my god my son was taken by ambulance, you know? Um, so how dare you say claimed her son was actually injured, you know? And, um, they, and they gave a retraction for that. That's they retracted, something. They retracted the word claimed and they put back in taken away by an ambulance. But to explain that, it is the sub-editor, you know, it is the um, acting editor in Auckland that took that part out. So my local editor put it back in um, because clearly I can I can actually prove that my son was taken away in an ambulance. In fact, I asked him for the bill this morning from the from the ambulance, and he said, "No, me and my friends that got taken away by the ambulance, we actually um, when Healthline called it for us, my other friend had Healthline call it for them, and they didn't get a bill." And he said, "Just as well." As we'll talk about your son's story in a moment, but I just want to stay here with this. You know, your local paper, you have brought a lot of concerts to your area, being a concert yeah. promoter, and therefore you've spent a lot of money promoting those concerts. 
with the local paper. Will you continue to be doing that, given what they're doing to you? No, I told them today. I've I've put I've put probably tens and hundreds of thousands through over the years. I've had a 40-year relationship with the Nelson Mail that goes back through three owners. Um, you know, put some big show budget through there, done lots of brought them lots of famous people and lots of articles. And we've had a great working relationship, you know, but I said I can't spend money because they came with me the morning after the hit piece, I got an email from advertising rep asking me if I wanted to spend money on the campaign, which just made me basically explode and go, excuse me, you're kidding, right? Um, so, you know, there's no way while they're journalistic, I said to them, while their journalistic um, tendencies are like they are, and they're not doing balanced journalism, I choose not to spend any money with them. I was talking to someone yesterday about the counterspin. Um, it really was a beat up doing doing this, an intimidatory move by this government, by the police with the two counterspin people. But he was saying to me, interestingly, Ali, had it happened two years ago, there might have been 10% of New Zealand population that was highly onto it and offended that, that the government would misuse its power. Now he reckons it's 50%. So these newspapers need to realise 50% of the New Zealand population will be turning away from advertising with them. And, yeah. and it could be a lot higher. We will not forget the campaign that stuff is running. We will not forget what this no. editor is doing. And yeah. this, these, this group of politicians will go for sure. People are now saying it's, it's definite Labour will be out, but she will still be in her job and people will be remembering and taking their business away from stuff. And I would ask anybody who's advertising this stuff, please cancel your advertising because what stuff is doing yeah. is wrong. But Ali, how, how, did the, how did the article play out? And, and to, to understand that, tell us briefly the story of your son. What happened with that injury? Oh, well, that was in January 2020. And he was driving his 50-ton truck down the, down the highway, State Highway 1, outside of Ashburton. And he had had the shot, but he hadn't told me that he'd had the shot. And then he, was about four hours later, he started to feel his heart beat out of his neck and his chest, and he couldn't, and he hit the button because he has a button, so he's, you know, hand, help, hand free, um, and called Healthline, and they called the ambulance to the truck. He didn't even have time to find a pullover bay. He just came to a stop in the highway on the verge with the lights flashing, and that's where the truck was left until they came and picked it up because it's a 50-ton truck. Now, had he have collapsed at the wheel, you can only but imagine uh, what could have happened with the oncoming traffic. So I'm just so thankful that that did not happen. Um, he then had three more ED visits after that, and he had heart inflammation. So um, so he, he, he got over it. Luckily, we have an integrative, a very good integrative, integrative doctor and he just got him on the NAC got him on the anti-inflammatories and really cleaned him out with a whole lot of good stuff um and he came right but he had three more ED visits after that then interestingly enough months later only about nine weeks ago I think he got COVID and it all came back all the heart condition all the everything came back again oh so, Ali how old is your son 25 he's 26 same age as Rory and he sort of knew him indirectly through friends as well so you know it's just I I'm just so thankful that my son is alive because the other thing is I nearly lost him three years ago in a serious motor vehicle accident that hospitalized him for nine months so you know um 
I'm quite sensitive when someone says I claimed something about that son because, you know, he's pretty precious and lucky to be on the planet twice over now. Ali, I often ask for messages to Jacinda, but in your case, I'm going to ask you to speak directly to the camera, to the editor of Stuff, mother to mother. I presume she's a mother. I haven't looked into her background. She really doesn't interest me at all. But a woman to woman, what would you say to that editor of Stuff who is trying to persecute good middle Kiwis who are saying, we know something's wrong. We're going to stand for our local body politics and we're going to be open about our views. What would you say? having had that frightening experience with your 25, 26-year-old? Yeah, it's just how dare you claim that I would lie about my child? How dare you put a one-sided story out and totally ignore my, you know, successes with my community? I mean, I've been part of an event that won the Trust Power Community Awards. I've been twice nominated for next New Zealand Woman of the Year. I've sold a king, you know, sold a horse to the King of Bahrain. You know, there's all these great things that I've done and um, that would be useful for being a mayor, working with property development in the last eight years. You know, there's, there's all this stuff that you've just completely left out because I disagree with the pandemic response and I think people have a right to choose what happens with their medical practitioner and them as their private business. I would never ask anyone what, what them anything about their medical status. That is your business between you and your doctor. And how dare they interfere in that process? How dare they threaten like they did with my children? You threatened my children, you know? It's like, <laughs> half of me wants to send a message to, um, to uh, Jacinda instead of sending it to the editor. But, well, let's I mean, do that, Ali. Ali, say what you would like to say. And what did you mean, before you do it, what did you mean they threatened your children? Did you mean the rollout, the response? Yeah, the rollout. You yeah. know, they threatened, they threatened my son um, to lose his job. Yes. And, and, and so, I mean, how, you know, how is that possibly fair? It's, it's no business of theirs. And health is not one size fits all. You know nothing about the background of my son. He's been... You know, he's been near death from a car accident. So it may be that he reacted, you know, in a, in a worse way because of his previous condition. Not everybody's the same with their medical backgrounds. How can you, how can you say that, you I know? It begs the question when you look at the Prime Minister who's forced this as safe and effective and you look into her background in health, which is precisely zero training in health, but much training in marketing and propaganda and spin. Yeah. Her training. Yeah. So what I is your message? What is your message to Jacinda? What would you say? No. <laughs> um, how dare you hurt my children? I will never forget you did. Yeah. If you think you're going to walk away after this and we're ever going to forget what you did to our children, we're not. Jacinda, we're not. Ali, you would be one hell of a mayor. You are brave, and that's what towns need. Let's talk about your campaign. What is it that you've mentioned that you've you've organised events, you've done all sorts of things that have put Tasman on the map, but what is it that you feel you offer and why should people vote to you and let's vote for you and let's give you that platform now? What is it you'd like to bring to this job when you get in? 
Well, I think it's balance, you know, and that I think is that is the thing. That is the one thing that in all of this fight with everybody standing up, all they're asking for is a little balance. We're asking for balanced journalism. Tell both sides of the story. Do your job. We're asking for balance of choice. Take into account our personal medical things and let us choose. I can't have the vaccine because I'm because uh, I have anaphylactic shock to four different things. I'm not prepared to sit on a table to take it. And I've done my research and I've decided it's not for me. So respect that, you know, know that there's balance. I just that that's where I see the problems. And so that so that basically is the same in in uh, running for council is the ability to actually have balance, to hear an argument, to hear both sides of it, to listen to your people, to be a voice for your people, and then to go in and try and carry that work out. And that's that's what I think I can do with council, is that I can hear the sides of an argument and make some balanced decisions and be a voice for the people and listen, because people feel like they've not been listened to. And that's why we're running, because we want people in there that will listen. And then also, we need to take care of some things in there that 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 sort of lock, that shut up um, councillors from being able to speak the truth. There's a thing called the Code of Conduct, and that's you know from the Local Government Act 2002, and it it basically binds you. So as you know, in the entertainment industry, there's lots of binding contracts that silence you beyond your contract, but this actually silence and sanctions any. Uh, you know, councillors that stand up because I've been trying to ask why that is. See, we have the Wymere Dam. It's gone from $76 million to 195 and nobody in governance, nobody in that council, no one is taking any responsibility whatsoever for that budget blowout. Um, and so, you know, um, we need to make people accountable. So, there's a whole lot of reasons that people are running in their particular councils with particular problems, but it's all about hearing the people and actually showing balance. And I think going forward as well, we've got a very fragmented society. And I think in a mayoral role, I can help there because, I mean, we need to actually work out the way to put our cohesion back together. Um, our, our, our societies are torn apart, friendships, families. That's extremely articulate. And I, I absolutely love that idea that because this group of people who are still being persecuted by stuff, they've been persecuted through the two years, being ostracized from society for having the inordinate courage to say, no, it's my body and I won't just go along with something. Because they've had that persecution, they actually will be more open to giving everybody a voice because we all know what it is to be left out and to to be rendered voiceless. So we will want to go the other way. I think you make an excellent point, Ali. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we, we have to. And, and the thing is, like, even today when I dealt with stuff and I got the retraction, you know, I'm like, um, you know, change. Oh, that was the other retraction I got. They said I'd said a microchip. I've never said that the vaccine puts a microchip. I've never posted it. They couldn't find a post with it. They, you know, they're just, I have never used that word. Certainly I've used the word nanotechnology and I've asked and I've sent AOIs repeatedly. And I said to the editor, you know, OIAs. I've got an OIA in asking, yeah. what is this that Matt Shelton has found? Can you refute it? 
have we put the it under the microscope and have you looked and can you show me photos that don't match his? You know, I've asked those questions and Ministry of Health won't answer me. They won't come back and say anything about those images. And I said, so I said, you know, why don't you use your, your journalistic integrity and why don't you ask the government for me? Go on, take on that challenge and do that. You said that to the staff journalist. You said that to the editor. I said it to the editor. Wow. That's why I'll make a good mayor because I have I don't pull punches. I come straight at people with the truth. You know? Wow, that's that's incredible. That's that's like saying to an absolutely fundamentalist Catholic, why don't you question whether, whether then, God is real and and they ain't gonna do it. Because 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 stuff is so done with the government. And that but that's an incredibly yeah. important challenge. Why don't why don't they at least look at it? What was that, Ali? Yeah, here's the funny thing. She sent me back a tweet of a from a Twitter, which all I could see was a nanotech person that liked kite sailing. And she sent me back her tweet refuting the pictures. And I'm like, so you're asking me to go and get my information from social media from a kite surfing nanotech against three countries that have replicated the same work with, you know, at least 100 scientists and people in labs. Like, you want me to go get my information from there? I'm asking you to get my information from the government because they won't give it to me. They won't tell me what those photos are. They won't show a way that truly refutes them. They won't say they've put the Pfizer vaccine underneath the microscope. Ali, your your spirit, your wairua is so exciting. I think you would make an excellent mayor. And I'm hoping that the standard of people who've been through the persecution, as I call it, and who are standing, uh, of your caliber, because I can see that you will really make a difference for your for your area, and you will stand up for truth. So yeah. let's finish with that. What else would you like to see in your area? Let's let's offer the voters that are going to look at how this mayor will affect my life in my area. What is it that you will you will offer them? Well, I carry my values through the Outdoors and Freedom Party. So I carry my values for the environment, for transparent representation, um, you know, for freedom and democracy. I carry those values in with me. And that's the most important thing, I think. And to want to be a voice for the people and then to want to get to the bottom of why when people get in there, and this has nothing to do with COVID, People get in there and they don't seem to be able to carry out what they've said they're going to do, find those documents and those problems. And I think one of the problems, too, is um, getting a majority on council. So look at your candidates carefully. And, hey, if you go to stuff, they give you a pre-worked up list of the people to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. That is a great one to turn it around and make lemonade out of a lemon. So go to the stuff list and everybody they say not to vote for, vote you for. Know, today I found out I found out from the hit piece which one of my candidates that I'm voting for in my ward. And he's a wonderful ex-principal who has lost his job through his stand-up. He can't exactly say why and what's happened to him for certain reasons, but he is a person standing for freedom and democracy who was the principal of one of our schools. Can so, we say his name here, Ali? Uh, yeah, his name's Calvin Woodley. Yeah. Good. So he's yeah. one to look out for. Anybody else you recommend in your 
Anyone yes, absolutely. Um, Terina Graham in in uh, in Motueka. She's she's a really good girl, really forward thinking. Um, and Dean um, McNamara, who is currently in council and has was one of the only ones that stood up against the Waimea Dam, and he's been to the protest as well. Um, and if I get in and he gets back in, he's going to be my deputy mayor. I've already declared that. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so he was in the piece as well. They chose to put a photo of him. He, he got the main photo with Parliament behind him. And as I said on my um, mural page, I said to them, oh, oh, I wish you'd put the photo of me and Jason Kerrison. After all, that's why I was, you know, I was there singing with him. So I wish you'd put the photo of me and Jason in, in uh, Parliament. But anyway, I put it up on my page. You're like a tonic, Ali, because because rather than weep over them, get angry over them, laugh at them. I mean, what what a blatant prostitution, not only of the journalism that they were sworn to, you know, tell the tell oh. both sides, but a prostitution of of our democracy as well. They're trying to prostitute it and yeah. sell it out to this government. And we are not having it. We're laughing at them. No, That's no, brilliant. What, yeah, what happens next election, I hope that people will vote for smaller independent parties. I hope that that'll all come together. Um, I'll certainly never vote for a major either side again, ever again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, people have got to choose that vote carefully and we've got to work to actually get new people into the halls of power and not to create chaos to actually bring back some equality into the system, to bring back, you know, some quality into the system. But when a next government comes in, I think the Broadcasting Act needs a serious haul over. And um, we need to make sure that it is really against the law to do what they have done. You know, I absolutely that, agree. And I think... around Balanced reporting have been strengthened to a point that this can never take place. Brilliant. Know. Yeah. Brilliant. We'll need a whole beautiful fresh broom. I mean, that woman from Stuff, I think, bought it for, for a dollar. Prime Minister has set her up well before, you know, all of this pre-planned rollout. Yeah. Um, set her up in there for a dollar. We all said, how does anyone buy a whole media company for a dollar and then get hugely funded? Well, now we know when we see what yeah. work she's doing for her overlord, Jacinda Ardern. Yeah. Could I ask you about your funding? How are you going with funding and do you need a nice a nice uh, funder with deep pockets to help you get into the mirror. I you know, I'd rather lots of lots of people just gave 10 bucks instead of buying a coffee actually myself and that it was lots of people like that because then Lovely. that's, you know, that's a good thing. Um, but, yeah, I on my uh, page, which is um, cookfortasman.com, so um, that's uh, got the, the PayPal thingy and it's got a bank account on the front, so people are welcome to support my campaign there and it, all donations gratefully received. I'll just put them into pumping it out there and getting the messages out. But um, I think, you know, I'll see what happens. I, I'll see what happens. For Brilliant, me, it's, it's seeing how we go. And I really hope and pray that we get a majority in there because if I go in on my own, it'll be no good. But if I go in there with eight people, we'll be able to move mountains. We'll be able to move mountains with a majority. That's just wonderful. I do suspect that you're a woman who could also move mountains on your own. Your energy is amazing. Um, I would say put your own account up there too because uh, I know Steve Oliver had some money frozen by, by the government um, when they were trying to stop him getting the donations early on. They realised that wasn't working for them. It was very bad publicity. And if they do do that, it would be such major political interference. However, there are good pluses to having your own account, uh, not just PayPal there. 
that's a piece of advice yeah. oh yeah and, i definitely have got yeah i definitely have got both there so that's yeah so that's right out on the front page and um yeah so i mean i'm really i'm i'm really excited about it and i'm not going to allow them to dampen my excitement that's um, wonderful. I'll, I'll stand up and argue against anybody. As my dad used to say, you can argue the back legs off a donkey. Ali, <laughs> <laughs> Ali, um, what would you do if somebody came into your office and said, look, we've got a particularly um, lucrative proposition. Uh, we'll pay you a couple of mil privately if you'll make sure that our sprays can be sprayed all over uh, Tasman. We just want to, you know, get our sprays. I mean, I'm just calling on a on a made-up example a completely I would, I would, a completely I fabricated example but what would you do if someone offered you a lot of money to do their bidding Ali what would you say to them in your office as mayor well firstly um I couldn't say what I'd say to them <laughs> because it wouldn't get past you know I'd be swearing on your show but I'd be telling them to off yes put it that way um yeah no that sort of thing doesn't, you know, that 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 doesn't affect me. I'm, I'm a person that's worked for three or four multi-millionaires in, in my lifetime uh, through my work in the entertainment industry and money people don't, you know, they don't they don't do anything special for me, really. And I wanted I wanted to finish there because that note is the note we need to have carried through every single genuine person who has had the courage, they've already shown they have great courage to say no to a jab. We need those people because they'll be able to say no also to offers that would corrupt others. I think oh, you are absolutely. extraordinary. <laughs> uh, no, I really the, do. Therein lies the problem with everyone that's in there. They've actually, you know, there's a lot of them that have been there have done that. They've sold out. So that, and that's at local government level too. You've got it around here as well. You've got certain people who've got certain influences I could say a hang of a lot more but, but I won't you know because I do know a fair bit of and we can't say that unless we have the evidence but we can certainly ask questions and what we do need in our politics both national and local is people willing to say no to very lucrative offers to persuasion to yeah. uh to to coercion you have pro proven that lobbyists should be outlawed you yeah. shouldn't even be allowed to lobby a politician you know, it shouldn't even be a legal thing. Um, you know, the decisions should be made based on the evidence before you and what's best for your voter because they put you in. You're there to do a job with their money, not the other way around. You know? So we're going to finish with this. You get in and you have your years in there and you're looking back. What is it that you think you will be most proud of? I want you to visualise this as you're walking out of that office. What what oh. what is closest to your heart, Ali? That you will achieve change and bringing a more holistic community way, um, if you like. I would like to see that run right through everything. So less use of sprays, more agriculture and horticulture that's you know friendly to the environment, all of that sort of thing. Um, because it's it's the one thing that you do learn through property development is things like how poisoned our ground is. You know. That's orchard land. You have to mitigate it, you know, to get the arsenic levels down after years of spray. People don't even realise that that stuff goes on with all the soil removal. And, you know, it's terrible what what some... It's like the backbone of our industry, horticulture and, and agriculture, but we need to actually have that be more friendly to the community so that the communities live in health. And that's what we have in Tasman is a mix of rural and 
lifestyle and then small town. So it's sort of quite, it's quite a different, I'd like to see the vision of them being great little vibrant towns and um, clean and green spaces and no sprays. And that'd be my, that'd be my perfect vision, actually. Well, the, the sign behind you says it all. Vote Ali Cook. Ali, keep in touch with us. And thank you for this talk. You, it's been, it's been you. exciting. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.